Filipkowski, Hollywood Tony, here with the Chad Robuckle Podcast for uh, Tuesday, June 13th, 2006. I'm uh, just going to do a quick one today. I'm actually going to read a story. Don't have a lot to say. Uh, don't have a don't have a guest to interview. Uh, I'm trying to get my friend, quote unquote friend, Pickles, who has recently decided to uh, slam my podcast, uh, expressing his uh, extreme disappointment in me as a uh, comedian, writer, producer, that sort of thing. Um, Claims it's horrible. Uh, I, I, you know, had no idea that he felt this way. Haven't done, you know, that many podcasts. Just, just trying to get into it. So, you know, that's that's fine. If people aren't digging it, then then that's cool. Um, have a busy week in terms of the podcast ahead of me. Uh, should be having two more interviews this week. Uh, scheduled is. Lily Von Stupp, uh, burlesque artist, radio producer, friend of mine. And uh, Friday will be actor Pat Healy. You might know him from his uh, numerous um, TV appearances. So that should be pretty fun. So today I'm going to read a story I wrote called, uh, Ross, I didn't declare your zero interest loan you gave me to the government. I wrote this uh, Sunday, May 21st. 2006. It's up on my webpage, hollywoodphony.com. And here we go. Ross, these past three weeks, my life has been a living hell. I have probably, I've slept probably six or seven hours total in that time, ever since we got back from our trip to Las Vegas. We were all excited. We were going to have a great time, and you even got us a deal on our hotel room. I'll put it on my card, you said. It's not a big deal. Pay me back whenever. True to your word, due to your busy schedule at work, I didn't end up seeing you for a few weeks. When I finally did, I wrote you the check for $102, zero cents, just like you requested. Here's the problem. My share of the hotel room was $102 and zero cents. That's zero percent interest. You laid out $102 of your own money which I was able to keep in my low-yield savings account. I accrued interest on that. I turned a profit, and you didn't get a dime. There isn't a bank in the world that, that would give me money for free, but you did, Ross. You did. I know I tried to pay you the $0.34 cents I estimated I would have owed you were you charging me the normal compound interest, comparable to a rate I would get from any mid-sized financial institution. But is it fair for me to say Ross wouldn't take it and then be on my merry way? I don't think so. I know some might say it's only 34 cents, but who cares? But it's sad to me that this is the prevailing attitude of the, so- of the society we live in. As an example, 34 cents is probably too small to register in people's minds because they don't have the patience or imagination to see the possible scope of the damage my illegal activities could have. What I've done is stolen money from you, Ross. You can forgive me, but I can't forgive myself. That is a profit that I am making that I am not declaring to the government. They are not, take, they are not taxing me for this. 
That is tax money that I am not paying them that could be used for better schools for our children, health care for indigents, or fixing potholes on our roads. I am a criminal. Let me el elucidate how big of a problem this is. If I were to apply my little scam to a much larger sum of money, or perhaps more appropriately, a large number, larger number of these small loans, we can begin to see the potential for financial mischief. Say that you loaned me that same $102 interest rate, but now you've done it 10,000 times in a row. That comes to a grand total of $1,020,000.00. That's a lot of money. You know what the interest on, on that kind of cash would be if you were to carry it for the same two-week period without charging me interest? Well, I don't, but I'm guessing it would probably be like six grand at least. $6,000, that's a used Honda Civic from the mid-90s. That's transportation for many years for a poor Mexican family. But now Felipe won't get to his job as a day laborer. Manuel won't get that ride to school. Lupe will have to walk on her own two tired feet to clean that rich white family's home, all because I was selfish and felt it was okay to rip off you and the government. I am sorry, Ross. I am sorry. I can't say it enough, and it will sa always sound hollow, but I am sorry. I wish you could see me right now. I can't stop crying. I feel like... Wait a minute. I paid you $102, right? But don't you remember when I bought breakfast at the pepper mill? You had like six mimosas, and when I gave the waitress that $100 bill I won at Kino, you, should, you said I should take your share of breakfast out of the money I owed you. I tried to turn you down, but you insisted. With your mimosas and your steak and egg omelet with no eggs, that came to $37.28. Subtracted from the original $102.00, that would leave $64.72. So I overpaid you. You cheap son of a bitch. You screwed me, Ross. You screwed me. I can't believe I let you do this to me. I felt so bad. I was fucking crying. You asshole. It is taking every ounce of restraint I have to end these sentences with a period. Because believe me, in my mind, I am screaming at you. I know you're going to say that we were all drunk and you just forgot, but fuck you. Fuck you and your drinking problem. There, one slipped out. This is the worst thing that has ever happened to me, ever. You have ruined Las Vegas for me forever. You have permanently sullied our happy memories we made on that trip. My Kino winnings are tainted. The same goes for the excitement I felt meeting Celine Dion. Ditto that picture Karen took of us riding the big shot on top of the stratosphere. I hate you, Ross. I am glad Mr. Whiskers got feline AIDS and died. Okay, I'm sorry. Mr. Whiskers had nothing to do with this, and I'm sorry I said that. But you know what? I feel that since you have no loyalty to me, I have no loyalty to you, and I'm free to tell everyone about how before you moved to California in sixth grade, you had to wear braces on your legs, and everyone called you FDR at your old school. That's right, Mr. Cool. You weren't so cool then, were you? It's hard to be a badass and a rebel when you ride the special bus to school with all the retards. Don't forget to take your urinary incontinent pills tonight, Ross. It would be really embarrassing if you were to pee all over your fiancé. Oh, that's right. She still doesn't know about that. 
Well, don't worry. I'm sure she won't read this blog, even though she reads my blog every day. I I'm sure this time it will be different. Yes, that sounds likely. This one time she will forget to read my blog. And won't find out your terrible secrets. Asshole. All right, well, that was my story entitled, uh, Ross, I didn't declare your zero-interest loan you gave me to the government. I uh, hope you enjoyed it, and I look forward to uh, doing some interviews soon that I hope you will like and not hate, like Pickles does, uh, who still refuses to come in and do an interview and tell me to my face how, uh, how bad my podcast is, but that's fine. Anyways, uh, this is Eric Filkowski, Hollywood Pony, signing off for the Chad Robuckle Podcast. And remember, I hate you all. I'm just joshing.